Lecture topic: The power of taqwa and patience. In Surah Al-Fatiha. So likewise, there are some ayat which are very short, but these short ayat summarize all the prescriptions in the Quran Sharif that give us the direction of how to become successful in dunya and akhirah. Among those ayat, the ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Taala says, "Innahu mayyatafi wa yasbir, fa inna Allah la yubiyu ajral muhsinin." In Surah Yusuf, this is the one surah of the Quran Sharif where the entire incident of Yusuf Ali Salam is discussed in one place. Unlike the incidents of many Anbiya Ali Musallatu Salam. It is spread throughout the Quran Sharif, some portion in some place, some portion elsewhere, and there's many aspects that are repeated in different places in the Quran Sharif. Because the Quran Sharif is not a story book. The Quran Sharif teaches us life, teaches us lessons that we need to adopt in our life from the lessons of the Ambiyari Musallatu Salam. So when that is the purpose, and the purpose is tarbiyat. Nurturing people, nurturing mankind of how to live their life, so that it becomes a life of success. When tarbiyat is required, when tarbiyat and nurturing is what is the purpose, then that is something that will be done by repeating things, by saying it over and over and over again. One is to just declare the law. This is the law. Like it or don't like it. Do it well and good. Don't do it, you're doomed. The Quran Sharif doesn't just declare laws. The Quran Sharif provides tarbiyat. It nurtures us. Repeatedly, Sayyidina Musa Ali Salatu Salam's incidents are mentioned over and over again. So many Adambiya Ali Musalatu Salam over and over again. The reason among Allah Taala's hikmat, what can we understand and fathom the depth of Allah's hikmat? But it is nurturing. They take this lesson, take it over and over again, and understand that how does a person become successful? Yusuf Ali Salatu Salam's incident in detail, Allah is mentioned in one place, Surah Yusuf. Allah's hikmat. And in this, one of the very astounding things that comes over and over again is the very amazing level of. Sabr and taqwa of Yusuf Ali Salatu Salam. Every Nabi of Allah Taala was at the peak of sabr and taqwa, but then at that peak also there's different levels. Everybody is hundred percent, but in hundred percent also there's different levels. Right at the top was Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but among the very very prominent Amiyari Musallatu Salam was Sayyidina Yusuf Ali Salatu Salam. So his incident. Allah Taala mentions the entire Surah Yusuf, and it is often discussed. We know the details, but the one very prominent aspect of this Surah and the incident of Sayyidina Yusuf Ali Salatu Salam, right from the beginning of this discussion, right to the end, is the aspect of sabr and taqwa. He is thrown into the well by his brothers. Prior to that, already his young young child, and he's thrown into that well, sabr, brought out, and sold as a slave. Wrongfully, he's not a slave; he's a free person. 
are made into a slave and sold as a slave but he's adopting sabr and in the time he is with taqwa then the time comes so many incidents in between just touching on a few things he is sold in the markets of Egypt again again he is just adopting sabr going through all these phases wrongfully accused and as a result thrown into prison but in prison also sabr and taqwa and in the midst of that prison life he is calling towards Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala Ya sahibai sijn Arbaabun mutafarriqoon akhayrun Amin lahul wahidul qahar He is giving da'wah to the other prisoners Can there ever be anything to worship other deities? Allah alone is the deity Calling people towards Tawheed Towards the oneness of Allah Ta'ala And then when the time and the opportunity came To leave prison But then to sabr and taqwa First go and clear my name, you all falsely accuse me. When first clear this false accusation, I'll sit here, I'm not rushing out of here. And then sabr and taqwa, and then eventually, after all these various trials and tests upon tests, right from the beginning, separated from his father, Sayyidina Yaqub and going through all these difficulties, and now finally he comes to the position where he is in charge of the treasuries of Egypt. He is in charge of the treasuries of Egypt. And people are all at his mercy, so to say, outwardly. And now his brothers come to him as beggars. In a way as if to beg now. But even at that time, the sabr and taqwa that he adopted, that he didn't go down any route of taunting them and bringing the past whereas it was within his right to do so if he wanted because he was oppressed in all this time but he left that aside also that this too will make sabr upon it and he made sabr upon that as well to the extent that now finally when his parents come along he is touching on his various points of the surah his parents are brought now after this very long separation more than 40 years he starts off now discussing because finally Allah has united them and the parents are overjoyed, he's overjoyed. So now he's after such a long time, such a long absence, 40 years and more. So now he's beginning to now relate what happened in the past. He starts off on the point that Allah has been so kind to me, Allah has been so merciful to me. Allah Ta'ala brought you وَجَاءَ بِكُمْ مِنَ الْبَدْوِ مِنْ بَعْدِ أَنْ نَزَغَ الشَّيْطَانُ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ إِخْوَتِي Starts off on the point was Allah Ta'ala brought me out of prison إِذْ أَخْرَجَ لِي مِنَ السِّجْنِ Starts off on the note How kind is my Allah? What not will happen? What happened in this past? Things that cannot be imagined But now when the time comes to discuss this We start off from how kind is my Rabbi? He brought me out of He's not even talking about the time he was thrown wrongfully in prison. And nine long years stayed in prison. How kind and compassionate is my Rabbi? He brought me out of prison. And Allah brought you also back away from that very, very deserted place. Allah brought you here now 
in this Bulka place in Misr. And in between there was a little bit of a hiccup. Shaitan caused some little bit of disturbance between me and my brothers. All that is forgotten, now don't worry about it. Now when his brothers had come to him, and his brothers now were, after he revealed his identity, and they were now ashamed of whatever happened to him, they realized they were wrong. But that statement at that time, that Yusuf summarized his whole life. The statement summarized his own life. And Allah Ta'ala preserved that statement for us in the Quran Sharif as a lesson for us. That innahu wa the one who adopts taqwa and sabr. The one who lives his life by taqwa and sabr. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِعُ أَجْرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah will never allow the reward of those who do good go in vain. Outwardly at that time it might seem somebody is losing, somebody is being crushed, somebody is being destroyed. It may seem to dunya like that. But provided there are these two ingredients in a person's life, there's taqwa and there's sabr. Uh, this is the prescription for getting through anything in life. And it is a prescription for getting through life itself successfully towards the everlasting success of Akhirah. Prosperity is not success. But a person who has lived with taqwa and sabr in prosperity, he'll be successful. And he's got prosperity, Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with abundance. But that abundance didn't take him to disobedience. That is sabr now. And taqwa is included in this. That that abundance Allah Ta'ala gave him, that wealth Allah Ta'ala blessed somebody with, that wealth is not becoming a fitna for him. He's adopting taqwa in that wealth. He's using it how Allah Ta'ala is happy with him to use it. Allah is pleased with that manner of using it. The urge is there to misuse it in haram. But that's why he's making sabr, he's holding back that urge to use that money in the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. Now he has been blessed with that abundance, but he's living his life in that abundance with sabr and taqwa. He'll be successful in the midst of all that wealth. Sulaiman Allah Ta'ala blessed him with a kingdom that nobody else was blessed with. No other person in dunya was blessed with a kingdom like the kingdom of Sulaiman when Bilqis was on the way to come and meet with Sulaiman because she thought she had a lot of wealth so to just show her what's the worth of this wealth he paved the whole road with gold so when she came she got a shock I thought I had a lot I was gloating and being proud over the wealth that we have this person's road is made of gold but despite all that wealth, he was extremely successful. In the midst of the wealth, with sabr and taqwa, he was extremely successful. And if somebody is poverty stricken, that is not being uns- unsuccessful. If somebody is in poverty, it doesn't mean he is an unsuccessful person. If in that poverty he is lived with sabr and taqwa, then he will be successful as well. Dunya is a short place. 
very small place and very very temporary place this life is very short but this is the place that a person makes the everlasting life of the akhirat now if he lived with sabr and taqwa in the months of abundance then too he will be successful and if he was down and out as far as taqwa as far as dunya is concerned but he lived with sabr and taqwa innahu may yattaqi wa yasbir fa inna allah la yudhi'u ajran muhsinin if outwardly in terms of dunya in terms of what people of dunya can see he was very very powerful mighty dominant but if in that he had sabr and taqwa he will be successful allah taala gave him the power that might but he was not misusing that he was not oppressing anybody with it not trampling people then that might and power allah gave him will become a means of his success sayyidina umar ibn khattab radhiyallahu ta'ala ruled over a vast area and allah taala gave him that kind of awe that people one month journey away would hear his name the persians and romans would hear his name and begin shivering but despite that power despite that awe despite that might but he was very successful why because in the midst of all that power that didn't take him in any wrong direction he ruled with justice with adil once there was an earthquake in madina munawwara and in the midst of that earthquake suddenly the ground started shaking umar ibn was seated on the ground he took his whip and he struck it on the ground and he addressed the ground he said am i not ruling on you with justice with fairness with taqwa if that is the case then stop that was the last time there was an earthquake in madina munawwara this taqwa and sabr what way brought him despite his might despite his but allah taala put success in that why because sabr and taqwa when amr ibn as radiyallahu ta'ala was the governor of egypt and the nile dried up and the nile dried up the people of egypt came they see this always happens every now and again once a year this happens and then we take one young girl and dress her up and adorn her and go and throw her into the nile it starts flowing she obviously gets killed in this so now the time has come to do this again he said never no such thing can happen any case he writes to umar ibn khattab radiyallahu ta'ala this is what the people are they say every year they do this the nile has dried up again and people's livelihood all it's connected to the nile Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu wrote two letters the one letter was addressed to Umar ibn Aas radiallahu ta'ala and in that letter was written as soon as you receive this letter of mine the other letter which is addressed to the Nile you go and put it into the Nile who address a letter to a place to a land to a river he says you as soon as you receive this letter you go and put the other letter which is addressed to the nile go and put it in the nile which had dried up so as soon as he received that letter he did as he was instructed he went and put that letter into the nile and in the letter was written from amirul mukminin umar ibn khattab 
and he's addressing the Nile. If you flow of your own accord, we don't need you. If you flow of your own accord, we don't need you. You don't provide for us. But if you flow on the command of Allah Ta'ala, then in the name of Allah Ta'ala, I'm saying to you that you must start flowing. And that Nile hasn't dried up ever since. Ever since the water started flowing in full force, and from that day to this day, the Nile has never dried up. إِنَّهُ مَنْ يَتَّقِي وَيَصْبِرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِعُ أَجْرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Success in dunya is not in terms of what somebody sees it to be outwardly. If somebody might have all that might and power, but if they start abusing it, they start using it like Fir'aun, start slaughtering the Bani Israel in the thousands, their children will be slaughtered in the thousands and the zulm and the oppression that was like had no bounds, no limits to the extent that he felt so proud about himself and he got so gloated with this apparent power that he had that he went beyond any limit and said Ana Rabbukumul A'la I am your greatest Rabb Na'udhu Billahi but then what happened eventually? Outwardly he seemed to be it. Outwardly he seemed to be the most powerful and mighty fellow around. Nobody could ever do anything against him. Allah Ta'ala speaks about how ruthless he was. That in the Quran Sharif Allah speaks about in fact many other nations. That all their power and might. Alam tara kaifa fa'ala rabbuka bi'aad. Irama zaatil imad. التي لم يخلق مثلها في البلاد وثمود الذين جابوا الصخر بالواد وفرعون ذي الأوتاد الذين اتغوا في البلاد Allah speaks about all these different nations that regarding the people of Ad Allah Ta'ala says they were such powerful people such strong and mighty people their very physical birth was such that التي لم يخلق مثلها في البلاد Nobody else was ever created like them. Such massive birth they had and power and they used to make this gloating claim Man ashaddu minna kuwa Anybody stronger than us? Anybody has more strength and might than us? And then وثمود الذين جابوا الصخر بالواد And the Samud they were so proud over themselves because they had the strength and might, they actually carved their homes out of from the mountains. Huge palaces carved out of the mountains. And then Fir'aun Allah speaks about a Fir'aun Zil Autad. That he was called Fir'aun Zil Autad. He was so ruthless and so cruel in his ways. If he was upset with somebody, it'd make him lie on the ground, hands and legs would be pegged to the ground. Like how a person name something in a pig will be knocked into the person's hands and legs and pegged to the ground so that he will then die in that manner but then what happened eventually الَّذِينَ اتَّغَوْ فِي الْبِلَادِ فَأَكْثَرُوا فِيهَا الْفَسَادِ فَصَبَّ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّكَ سَوْتَ عَذَابِ إِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَبِالْمِرْصَادِ they thought it's us we, we have the might we have the power, we can do as we please. But eventually, Allah says that they created this mischief on land 
they cause all this mischief and fitna and fasad and they rebelled against Allah tabarak wa ta'ala eventually finally the whoop of the azab of Allah came the whoop of the punishment of Allah came Allah Ta'ala reminds inna rabbaka labil mirsad your Rabb is ever watching he is not unaware of anything so Allah Ta'ala has control over everything we have been given a prescription we adopt the prescription we have been given and will make a difference to everything the prescription is innahu mayyattaqi wa yasbir bala in tasbiru wa tattaqu wa yatukum min fawrihim hada yumdidkum rabbukum bi khamsati alaf Allah Ta'ala says if you adopt sabr and taqwa if the enemy has to pounce on you now Allah Ta'ala will bring angels from the heavens to come and assist you and it happened, Allah Ta'ala made it happen it happened in Badr, it happened in so many places the issue is to what extent we have adopted sabr and taqwa now one is our understanding of sabr is confined just to a certain part of sabr which is also sabr definitely but sabr confined only to the part of that a person now is he suffered some loss somebody is in some sickness somebody lost some family person, some beloved person so now he is in grief so now he is making sabr upon it indeed that sabr and that sabr requires that a person does not say anything that is not in order does not do anything that is not correct doesn't mean that he won't feel pain and grief that's part of human nature part of insan that is but that's one part of sabr which is also definitely sabr but sabr which requires a person to remain steadfast on deen that sabr no matter what the condition is whether it is the person has abundance and he is making sabr in that and not allowing that wealth to now make him become rebellious against Allah Ta'ala make him forget Allah Ta'ala start getting himself involved in all the futilities and in all the things that the Yahud and Nasara have put in front to distract the person from Allah Ta'ala. all the things that they have put to take a person far away from Allah Ta'ala. and among the primary things that they have flooded the dunya world this is all from the Yahud and Nasara and nobody else and the West is all the Yahud and Nasara who else among the things that they have flooded the dunya world and made the distractions for people to now forget Allah Taala, entertainment, sport in every different place and avenue this becomes the be all and end all for people their lives revolve around it they whatever might be happening in the world but their entertainment and sport won't get disrupted for anything there might be people in the most pitiable condition suffering somewhere but they'll have time to still have their entertainment and sport at that very moment when the Ummah will be bombarded somewhere but people like rest of other parts of the Ummah will still be having time to enjoy their so-called entertainment and sport they'll be more captivated by how one dozen or two dozen people are chasing behind some kind of ball and that will become such a captivating thing how 
what a conspiracy has been worked out and how this has been done in such a way that people feel so elated about what they're doing, they feel so proud about it, they feel so happy about it, they feel they're so good at something and the whole world is clapping about it and at the end of the whole thing what we got? Who got anything? What benefit it came to anybody apart from those who looted the wealth of everybody in the whole process? That handful of people who looted the whole billions, besides that what did anybody get? And what a futile thing. But this becomes such a big thing in the lives of people and in the lives of Mu'mineen, in the lives of people who are to be living their lives with sabr and taqwa. Now when the ummah will come on sabr and taqwa, now how many sins come in this whole process? So many sins upon sins come in the whole process. But that doesn't occur to a person's mind also how many things and how many things that are incurring the lanat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala life carries on so how are we going to make any difference to the condition of the ummah when we are so far away from these realities caught up in so many distractions let alone distractions things that are sinful whereas Allah ta'ala has given us the prescription innahu may yasbiru innahu may yattaqi wa yasbir the one who adopts taqwa Taqwa is about giving up haram, giving up sin. MashaAllah, a person performs his salah, this is a very great bounty of Allah. Ta'ala. person is doing some other righteous work, he is involved in some efforts of deen, MashaAllah, excellent. But we shouldn't be looking at that and making any decisions about our piety. MashaAllah, that's necessary, that's very important, that's very, very important. But we shouldn't be signing off our own certificate of piety based on these few things that's very important but piety will be also judged about while mashallah the salah is performed is a hard thing of jealousy also while the person mashallah is making tilawat of the Quran Sharif but is the pride also crushed from the heart while alhamdulillah is doing some other good things and welfare and whatever else and some efforts of deen but is he protecting his eyes from looking at haram is he controlling his tongue from all kinds of vulgarity, evil talk, backbiting, all kinds of sinful things? So many, mashallah, good things are happening, but is he controlling his ears and protecting it from listening to music and rebirth and whatnot? And if that is all not happening, meaning that that control is not there, that restraining of the lust is not happening, Staying away from haram is not happening, then innahu mayyattaqi wa yasbir is not happening. And when that prescription is not being fulfilled, then Allah Taala says in another ayat of the Quran Sharif that if you adopt sabr and taqwa, then la yagurrukum kaiduhum shay'a then all their plots and plans, the plotting and planning of the enemies will not harm you in any way. But you fulfill your condition first. As an ummah. As an ummah fulfill your condition first. Then adopt sabr and taqwa. Adopt taqwa and sabr in life. Then no matter who plots and plans anything. 
That something that happens to any part of the Ummah, something is happening in Palestine, something is happening in Gaza, any mu'min feels the hurt in his heart. That's part of Iman. That's part of the brotherhood of Islam. But then sitting in a far part of the world, we feel, well, I'm going to be able to do about it. Okay, I'll make some dua. Yes, we have to make dua. But there's, apart from the dua, there's a very, very important aspect that we have to get involved in. Which will help people in any part of the world that are in that suffering. And especially those who are being mercilessly and cruelly being oppressed and suppressed at this point in time. We make Toba and we come on to summer and Taqwa. So that will draw down the help of Allah Ta'ala. If 1000 people in South Africa come on to this, it will bring down so much Rahmat on the Ummah. And if 100,000 people in South Africa come on this, it will bring so much more Rahmat on the Ummah. And if we spread this message of Toba and sincere Toba, giving up sin, because sin becomes the barrier from the Rahmat of Allah reaching. And Ummah is one. It's not something that somebody is suffering in some part of the world, so this is their problem, this is their issue, it's my issue, it's our issue. We have to come on to Toba and Taqwa and Sabr. So to what extent have we made Toba? So many days we just following news and what but what did we do practically to come onto that path of life, onto that manner, onto that prescription that would draw down the Rahmat of Allah? How many sins we gave up which we were involved in before this crisis and in this interim that has passed now? How many sins we make that we were in our life? And in the light of this overall crisis, we said, no, now time is enough, now I need to take a lesson too. And we made Toba and came on to Taqwa. This is the need of the time. This is the need of the moment. That we make sincere Toba. We repent from our sins. We give up the haram. On the one side we are trying to draw down the help of Allah Ta'ala. But at the same time we look at haram. And the person who looks at haram, لَعَنَ اللَّهُ النَّاظِرَ وَالْمَنْزُورَ إِلَيْهِ person who is looking at haram, looking at filth, Allah's curse is descending on him. Now we are asking for Allah's rahmat, making dua for Allah's rahmat for the ummah, and we are filling the whole atmosphere with all the lanat, and all the curse that descends from the heavens because of the haram that is taking place. But now did we make Toba from this, and I am no more going to be watching any of the filthy things, I am going to delete all this, I am going to come back on to taqwa, I am going to turn to Allah Taala. did we make Toba yet? Did we stop that? Did we stop looking around at haram outside on the streets? Has the zina stopped? Has the gambling stopped? So this is what I and me and every one of us has to reflect on. We want to become a means of good for the ummah. To become a means of good for the ummah, whatever else can be done. There might be sometimes when we talk about helping the ummah, we think about financially, people are in a difficult situation, definitely. 
That's a very big help and a very important help. In one hadith sharif, Nabi Kareem sallallahu says that Allah ta'ala will say, Dear Qiyamah, Allah will ask the person, that I became ill, you didn't come to visit me. The person will say, Ya Allah, how can I visit you? You are Rabbul Alameen. Where you get ill? How can you ever be unwell? Allah will say, did you not know that so and so servant of mine was not well? He was ill. Had you gone to visit him, you would have found me with him. Meaning my closeness would be with there. You would have got my help. You would have got my blessings. You would have got my special bond and relationship. And don't you know that I became hungry, you didn't feed me. Person say, Ya Allah, but how can I feed you? You are the provider. You feed the whole creation. Allah will say that servant of mine was hungry. Had you gone and fed him, you would have found me with him. Meaning you would have got, gained my blessings out of feeding him. And likewise so many other things. That is a very important part of the health. Wherever it might be, wherever there is need. It might be in our own backyard, it might be in some other far part of the world. Wherever there is somebody in need to do what we can to help somebody, that is something that our Imam teaches us. That is something that Deen is all about. But help of the, to the Ummah is not confined to this. Just as this is very important, more important than that also is to help the Ummah by ourselves coming onto Tawbah. So that we remove the barriers that are blocking the Rahmat by coming onto Sabr and Taqwa. And this Sabr, that when the nafs is raging, the nafs is pulling towards Haram, the temptations are dragging in some direction, and the person says, I am not moving anywhere in that way. I am going to hold myself back. I am going to restrain myself. That's Sabr. That's Sabr. That is the Sabr in the side of the Quran Sharif. إِنَّهُ He loves taqwa and he's patient. He doesn't give in to the demands of that nafs, to the temptations of shaitan. He remains firm, remains steadfast. Allah Ta'ala's special help on him. And there's so many ayat of the Quran Sharif, so many incidents in the hadith. Time has already run out. There's no time to go into those incidents and those details. The simple message for myself, for all of us. A very simple message. No need to go into any more of the details. The message is very, very straightforward, very simple. Make Tawbah. Make sincere Tawbah. Come back to Allah Ta'ala. Come on to Sabr and Taqwa. In every aspect of life, whether it is in terms of our dealings, dealing what is halal only, no matter what it might be, how much it seems we can make in a moment, deal only in what is halal, don't touch any haram. In our social life, deal with justice, with honesty, with fairness, adopt the best akhlaq. This is what's going to take us forward in life. This is what's going to bring the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala in our own homes, in our personal lives. This will fill our hearts with sukoon and peace. We won't be now restless looking for something to appease ourselves, something to try and just fill this void, this emptiness inside of trying this and looking at that full and going to that haram place and one thing after the other and just getting more and more deeper into the mess. That heart itself will become filled with sukoon. And we see the barakat in our communities, the barakat in the Ummah 
This is the simple message for myself and all of us. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give me and all of us a topic that we come onto this path of sabr and taqwa. We comment ourselves that Allah Ta'ala's help will come. Inshallah with the help of Allah Ta'ala we will remain firm and steadfast from deen. We will reflect what are the wrongs in my life. I'm going to stop this now. I'm going to make toba from all these wrongs. And I'm going to come onto the path of the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين مجزكر وفيو من الزنواجة Na ina, inna na, na ina, 
احد جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل اسم والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل اسم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا ان نسينا او اخطانا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها ربنا لا تؤاخذنا ان نسينا واخطانا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى اله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving الله اله العالمين يا الله الله we acknowledge all the wrongs we have done يا الله الله we confess to all the sins we have committed يا الله الله whatever we've done in the darkness of night in the light of day يا الله الله you are all aware of everything يا الله الله we cannot hide anything from you يا الله Allah we can hide it from people sometimes ya Allah Allah we can hide it behind passwords ya Allah Allah we can hide it ya Allah in private places ya Allah 
Allah, we cannot hide anything from you, Ya Allah. When we looked behind our shoulders to see if somebody is watching, we forgot you are watching, Ya Allah. Allah, despite all our wrongs, Ya Allah, Allah, you have been so kind and merciful to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we today are making Tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, making Tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Allah forgive whatever we did in the darkness of night or the light of day, Ya Allah. What we did so blatantly, Ya Allah. So shamelessly, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive the shamelessness, Ya Allah. Allah, it is the shameless sins that have brought Azab on the Ummah, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. We're making Tawbah from this, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we'll delete all the haram on our phones, Ya Allah. And I will not look at any more filth in future, Ya Allah. And I will not go to the haram dens, Ya Allah. We will not go to the places of zina again, Ya Allah. We will never go to the gambling places again, Ya Allah. We will give up all interest, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we make Tawbah from all these sins, Ya Allah. And all the other vices and sins, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire Ummah of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, forgive the Ummah, Ya Allah. Forgive us in the entire Ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, show your maghfirat on the Ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Show your maghfirat of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, hold back the hands of the oppressors, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give them hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, hidayat is not decreased for Ya Allah. Wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Allahumma al-anil kafarat al-lazina yasudduna an sabilik. وَيُكَذِّبُونَ رُسُلَكَ وَيُقَاتِلُونَ أَوْلِيَاءَكَ اللهم شدد شغلهم اللهم مزق جماعهم اللهم دمر ديارهم اللهم زلزل أقدامهم اللهم أنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين اللهم خذهم أخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم خذهم أخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم خذهم أخذ عزيز مقتدر إلى العالمين يا الله يا الله ونويتين يا الله وياك قلتي فاتي يا الله يا الله إلى أوسن ذرى برونا Allah forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah bring us unto taqwa and sabr, Ya Allah. Bring us unto a life of taqwa and sabr, Ya Allah. Allahulalamin, make us among the true muttaqeen, Ya Allah. Make us among the sabirin, Ya Allah. Make us among the muhsineen, Ya Allah. Allah make us among the tawabeen, Ya Allah. Allah make us among the mutatahirin, Ya Allah. Allahulalamin, Ya Allah. You make us among those who, Ya Allah, become your true friends, Ya Allah. Make us your true friends, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the vices and sins, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from getting captivated by all the entertainment and sport, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with the love of deen, Ya Allah. With the love of the amal of deen, Ya Allah. With the love of tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. With the love of zikr and dua, Ya Allah. With the love of salah, Ya Allah. With the love of the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. Ilahu alameen. With the love of the mubarak sunnah of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, enable us to adopt the sunnah in every aspect of life, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the ways of the Yahud and Nasara from our lives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, put the hatred of their lifestyle in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahu alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, let us love the mubarak way of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Enable us to live his mubarak lifestyle, Ya Allah. 
الہ العالمین یہاں کا ہوئے اس سے گردن شفائے کاملہ آجلہ مستمرہ دائمہ اللہ ریبو ویوری فیس آف در علم انشاء اللہ الہ العالمین یہاں اللہ اللہ دوزو اب مفتر فیملی ممبرز یہاں اللہ گردن صدر جمیل یہاں اللہ عجر عظیم یہاں اللہ الہ العالمین اکسبت شہدائی جو کھوٹ یہاں اللہ الہ العالمین برکت و تیر سکریفائسز یہاں اللہ اللہ یو شوہ یو رحمت اللہ امت یہاں اللہ یو ریموو دی فیکلٹیز اللہ امت یہاں اللہ الہ العالمین یہاں اللہ دوزو ان اینی کائن اف پابلمز ان حقشبز یہاں اللہ آؤٹ اف یو کریسن مرسی ریموو یہاں اللہ اللہ دوزو ان اینی سفرنگ یہاں اللہ ریموو در پین ان سفرنگ یہاں اللہ دوزو ان فائنانشل ڈیفیکلٹیز ریموو یہاں اللہ اللہ گراند برکت ان ایچ ونز رسک یہاں اللہ اللہ گراند بندن حلال ان طیب رسک یہاں اللہ فلڈ ود برکت یہاں اللہ اللہ سیو اسم ابری ڈروپ ان گرین اف حرام یہاں اللہ سیو اسم ویڈ اس ڈاؤٹفل آسو یہاں اللہ الہ العالمین بلس اس ود بیوٹیفل اخلاق اف نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اللہ بلس اس ود یہ اللہ اس بیوٹیفل معاشرت یہاں اللہ اللہ سیو اسم آل دی تنگز دیس پلیز یو یہاں اللہ انیبل اس تو دو دیت ویچ پلیزز یو یہاں اللہ الہ العالمین یہاں اللہ اللہ یو ایم ایت توبہ یہاں اللہ اللہ کیپ اس تیت فاس اف دیس توبہ یہاں اللہ کیپ اس تیت فاس اف دیس توبہ یہاں اللہ اللہ کیپ اس تیت فاس اف دیس توبہ یہاں اللہ الہ العالمین یہاں اللہ اللہ all that we have been should have been asking for ya Allah Allah out of your grace and mercy bless us with it ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah all those who have raised their hands with this dua all who asked us to make dua for them Allah you fulfill each one's dies needs ya Allah fulfill each one's pious aspirations ya Allah remove each one's difficulties and hardships ya Allah grant each one barakat in every aspect ya Allah grant each one afiyat in deen and dunya ya Allah Allah grant the entire ummat afiyat in deen ya Allah afiyat in dunya ya Allah Allah keep one and all steadfast in ایمان یا اللہ تل لاس برس یا اللہ تیک اسم دی کلمہ لا الہ الا اللہ محمد الرسول اللہ اللہ تیک اسم ایمان کامل یا اللہ تیک اسم توبت النسوح یا اللہ اللہ تیک اسم رجائل you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you یا اللہ make our قبرز گارنز of جنبہ فرس یا اللہ grant us the شفاہ of نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اللہ give us جنت الفردوس without any reckoning یا اللہ اللہ save us from the fire of جہنم یا اللہ save us from the عذاب of قبر یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ out of your grace and mercy یا اللہ اکسپٹ و دعا یا اللہ اللہم انہا نسألک من خیر ما سألک منہ نبیوک و حبیبک سیدنا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم و نعوذ بک من شر مستعادک منہ نبیوک و حبیبک سیدنا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم انت المستعان و علیک البلاغ و لا حول و لا قوة الا بالله العلی العظیم و صلی اللہ تعالی علی خیر خلقه سیدنا محمد و آلہ و صحابہ اجمعین والحمدللہ